You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 188 on this Thursday here in Australia. Hopefully you're having a great week wherever it is around the world that you're tuning in. Hopefully you've had a great week surrounded by great people and your business is growing. Now, speaking of surrounding ourselves with great people and growing our business, today I want to share a little bit of market psychology with you and not even sort of marketing psychology as more as human psychology because you know, for all the marketing, for all the social media, podcasting tools, all the things we've got, we spoke about this a little bit on the, the last podcast episode. At the end of the day, even though I'm using like a podcast medium here, I'm using social media as a medium, I'm using Zoom to train people and all those sorts of things. It's still two people talking to each other. And you know, a lot of business training, a lot of, you know, results that we had as far as the skill of actually talking to people came from my physiotherapy days because we were always taught it's not really about the injury, okay? It's about the person that you're treating. It's not about Fred and his sore back. It's about Fred and everything that's going on in Fred's life. And so there was a lot of psychology in our training. We learn a lot of you know, psychology of chronic pain of people with challenges in their life and how that back pain isn't really the challenge. The challenge is that they can't play with their children in the evening. You know, they can't kick a football with the kids when they get home from work because of the pain, all those sorts of things. And so a lot of that psychology we took into our network marketing business, because again, it's not about I've got five kilos to lose. For me, it was about, I'm going to look crappy on our wedding photos. You know, I'm going to look crappy up there on our wedding day. I'm going to look crappy in the photos. I'm going to be disappointed with my photos. I'm going to feel like I've let Angie down. It wasn't about the five kilos. It was about how you're going to look in these photos that are going to be up on the wall for the rest of your life. And you're kind of stuck with them because I only ever want to marry Angie. Like (laughs) that's, that's it, right? I'm done. So that's the one chance you're going to get at the photos. And again, it's not about people not having enough money. It's about they've got to say no to their children or that they're not getting to live a life by choice. They're having to work in an environment that they don't want to be in. They have to do hours that don't fit their lifestyle, all those sorts of things. So when we're talking to people, again, it's never about your product. It's about the solution that people need in their life. But what we have to understand is the psychology of these people and The question essentially is, are they actually looking for a solution? Because if someone isn't looking for a solution, you can't do anything for them. There's nothing you can do to help them. If they're not looking for a solution, then your solution isn't going to help them, right? So I want to give you this little bit of marketing psychology and show you why 50% of the people, minimum 50% of the people in the world just are not looking for a solution. And so let's not worry about spending time offering them a solution. Now, of course, that doesn't mean we can't still network with them. We can't still, you know, bring them into our life. We can't still add value to them. We can't still, you know, help them with other things in their life and show that we're a good person, all that kind of stuff. And maybe one day something will change in their life and we're the person that they want to come to, of course, because we've given them value. It just means we're not going to worry about going through an offer process, you know, overcoming their objections, following up, doing all these sorts of things, because 
They're not really giving you objections about, oh, actually, I don't have enough money. They're just trying to like fob you off, right? They're just trying to get rid of you, but they're just not willing to say no to your face. So we'll come back to all that. Let me start with the psychology of it all. So this was a psychology lesson that I learned, again, 2001, right? 22 years ago now. First year physio, a lot of our first year physio was all about just the human body. It was a lot of anatomy and it was a lot of the brain. It was a lot of, you know, biological, chemical processes in the brain, psychology of humans, all those sorts of things. Just learn how the human body works and then let's figure out how to treat it afterwards. And this is a theory that comes from a crew in, actually, I'm a little mental blank now, but European psychologists, but basically it's called the four rooms of change. And the concept is, the mindset is that in our lives, we sort of move around four different rooms. Now, again, we're not always set in one room. Some people are pretty well set. Like some people are like concrete, you know, they're all mixed up, but they're set. (laughs) There's, There's nothing you can do to unset them, right? They're just set in these mixed up ways. But the reality is most of us sort of sit in these rooms. So the first room, if you think of, you know, drawing a square on a piece of paper and you put a line down the middle vertically and a line down the middle horizontally and you've got four little squares within this big square. There's your four rooms in the house, the mental picture. So top left, put a big C. Like if you're writing this down or if you're picturing it mentally and that big C is someone who is content. So someone who is content in their life, they're not looking to change, okay? Now, we are in a great position where we're very content. Health-wise, I'm very content. You know, relationship-wise, very, very, very happy, very content. Financially, very content, very happy. We have this beautiful home. We live where we want to live. We get to choose what we want to do each day. You know, I get to choose to work out in the morning at home because I love it, and I get to watch the sunrise. We get to choose to spend time with our children, all those sorts of things. People could offer me products, opportunities, investments, business things all day. And it's nothing against their product. It's nothing against the investment opportunity. And I do get you know offered a lot of investment opportunities, but it's nothing about the products, nothing about the investment opportunity. It's just that we're content. You know, there's nothing that we feel that we need to change right now. And the things that, you know, yeah, okay, could improve, could grow. Of course, it's not that we're just sitting around doing nothing, but Of course, we want to continue to grow ourselves. Of course, we want to continue to personally develop, but we also know the path we need to go down. You know, I know the mentors that I need to hang around and speak to and learn from. I know the books that I need to read. I know the process that I need to do, right? So not that we're content in that we're just sitting around doing nothing all day, obviously, but we're content on the current pathway that we are going down. And you will find people who are truly content are the ones who are like, you know what? Not for me, but good on you. Like they're the people who will support you. They'll always cheer for you, but they'll never, ever, ever, ever buy for you. So when they do say no, it's generally quite nice. You know, there's no nasty no's, but they're nice no's and quick tangent and does, you know, (laughs) I was laughing about this the other day and it was the reason I sort of thought I'd do the podcast today. I had a, a lovely, you know, I had a couple actually just in the last 24 hours. I had a couple of lovely haters on my social media and I posted one on my stories who told me I needed to get plastic surgery because I was really ugly. Um, but another one was sort of like, oh, you know, I've been in this industry 40 years and everyone's a crock and everyone's full of crap, blah, blah. And I just commented back like, hey, you know, look, truly happy and successful people don't go around Facebook trolling other people, right? Like people who are truly happy 
aren't sitting there like on your social media ripping you apart. They'll never buy from you. They'll probably never engage in your lives. Or if they do, they might just throw a love heart and like, you know, good on you, Jane. Good on you, Fred. Good on you, John. Good on you, Sally. But they'll never, ever, ever buy. So we've always got to think, okay, when I'm talking to people, when I'm connecting in those early stages before I give my offer, if they're not really showing any pain, if they're not really showing any discomfort in their life, if they're not really saying that anything needs to change, they're probably content. And that's great. Like, cool. Awesome. You're content. That's awesome. Like, I still want you in my life. Again, you're probably someone I can learn from if you're at a place where you are content. I do want to surround myself with you because I can learn from you. But I do know you're probably never going to buy my product. So I don't need to go through a sales process and then get all upset because I got a no or frustrated because they didn't respond or they ghosted or something like that. Again, if they're content, they'll probably just say a really nice, nice no. It'll feel like they're massaging your hair and washing your hair while they, you know, while they say no. But the process is we just don't need to worry about it, right? We don't need to go down that path. We don't need to spend time on someone who's never going to say yes because they're content. Now, again, something may change in their life. Something, unfortunately, may change. The market may change. The family situation may change. You know, the the world might change. But for the moment, just be there, network with them, bring them into your life, give them value where you can. But don't worry about them because they're content. Now, let's move to the next room. So we walk across to the top right-hand corner of our little box there. And these are the difficult ones, right? These are the people who are going to really frustrate you. So these are the people we want to look at. So the next one, put a big capital D there, D for denial. So we've got a capital C for content and a capital D for denial, right? Now, deniers are the worst. (laughs) Deniers are the struggle, right? Deniers are the people who will sit there and I don't have any money. I'm overweight. My skin always breaks out. Why don't I look like her? Why don't I look like him? Why can't I do what they do? But they also don't want to do anything about it, right? They don't want to actually change. And I know I was in this denial room for quite some time. And like, you know, I remember when I finally said yes to our sponsor and all that sort of stuff. Like I remember sort of, you know, having memories of this four rooms of change and realizing that I'd gone through this process myself. So I would sit there and say to people, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I've heard about that program. I've heard about those network marketing things. But you know what? I'm a physio. You know, I've got a job. I've got a career. I've got a business. Everything's totally fine. And I get up and go to the gym every morning. I don't need, you know, products or systems or anything like that. I don't need anything. But the truth was it was a lie. I was flat out lying. I was in denial because I was always exhausted. I was always flat. I was coming home just you know, passing out on the couch at like 7 p.m. because I'm so exhausted. I'd have those really schizophrenic meal patterns where I'd get up and train and then, you know, I'd have some like protein and, and, and that. And then I'd work, I mean, you know, solid, like just 10 hours straight with patients back to back to back because you're always really busy. Then you're kind of coming home, you're absolutely starving. You've crashed because you haven't eaten all afternoon. I eat a day's worth of food for dinner. And then you're sitting there like, well, you better set your alarm early again and get up and go to the gym because you just ate 20,000 calories for dinner. (laughs) I don't know if anyone else can relate to this story. And as well as I was sitting there saying, oh, you know, yeah, I don't need money. Like I don't need a, a business opportunity or anything like that because, you know, we're going well. But the reality was I was spending all this time working and treating patients and all that kind of stuff and working my butt off. But we weren't getting 
closer to financial freedom. You know, we were had the small business, we had some money and property, but still I was coming home exhausted. I was being a terrible, you know, boyfriend, fiance, husband along that path. Uh, I was being a terrible father, all those sorts of things. I was in denial. But the reality was no matter what my sponsor said, no matter what she sent me, no matter what link, no matter what video, the answer was always no until I realized that, you know what, actually you're full of crap, Andrew. You're lying to everyone and you're lying to yourself. I had to realize that, you know, I had to have that, you know, like we talk, call like a snap point where your brain just snaps and you're like, actually, you know what, this sucks. And that's when you move into the next room and we'll talk about the next room in a sec. But you hit this snap point where you're like, actually, you know what? I'm working my butt off. I've got all this money invested. You know, I'm training every single day. I'm supposed to be eating well, but also like I'm lying about the fact that, you know, I needed a sugar hit in the afternoon just to get through the day. And I ate far too much food for dinner every night and then went to sleep on a massive bloated stomach, all those sorts of things. I was lying, but until I was honest with myself, I was never going to be honest to my sponsor, right? So so many of the people, like, I mean, at least a quarter, we're talking about four rooms, but at least 50% of the people you're talking to are in denial, right? You're going to have a percentage of people who are content, at least half the people you talk to in this world are currently in denial. And they will never say yes to you. They'll string you along. They'll give you these sort of dubious uh, objections. They'll complain, oh, well, you know, I Googled every single ingredient in every single product. And, you know, I, this one ingredient that like the 14th listed product in, you know, the ingredient in one single product, I read that you get that from Africa and I'd really prefer it from Europe. And because in Europe, they use their left hand to pull it out of the ground, whereas in Africa, they use their right hand to pull it out of the ground. And I just can't put Anything in my body that's been pulled out of the ground by someone's right hand, it has to be their left hand, right? They're going to come up with the most BS reasons to not do your products and they're going to frustrate the heck out of you because they're going to sit there all day and say, I'm overweight, my skin sucks, I don't, I've now haven't had a holiday in ages, we can't afford anything, all these sorts of things. They're going to complain and whinge, but then you show them a solution and they're going to find everything wrong with your solution. I Googled your company and some person on the internet said it's stupid. So I'm not going to do it because a random person said, oh, I tried this and it didn't work. So therefore your whole company sucks, right? So what do we do with these people? Let's just address this elephant in the room before we move to the final two rooms. So one of the things we always want to remember is, yeah, we're talking to someone and they're complaining about their weight. They're complaining about their energy. They're complaining about their sleep. They're complaining about their skin. They're complaining about their financial situation, their holidays, their freedom, all those sorts of things. And we're always so excited when we get that pain point and we want to jump in and say, oh my goodness, have you heard about XYZ company? Have you heard about this product I've been using for seven years? Here's our research. Here's our science team. Here's a video of an athlete saying why it's awesome. Here's all these incredible things. And we jump onto people. And so many of them just say, oh no, again, they come up with these like silly objections and all that kind of stuff. What we want to do is when someone sits there and says, you know, man, I'm like myself, I've got, I'm getting married soon and I've got, you know, five kilos too many that I don't need. We want to stop and we just want to take a breath before we dive in with, hey, here's why an athlete uses our product. Just sit there and ask them this very simple question and say, is this something you want to change? Is this something you're looking to change or are you just kind of venting at the moment? Because most of them will say, oh, actually, yeah, I'm just venting, you know. 
I've tried, nothing works for me, blah, blah, whinge, whinge, whinge. And it's like, okay, so you're just venting. Okay, cool. Well, you know, like, you know, I do have something It really works, but it's only going to work if you want to actually do anything. So, you know, the day you want to stop venting and the day you actually want to change, let me know because I might be able to help. I might have something that could help you. Never guarantee anything, but it worked for me. And if it works for me, if it works for you in the same way it worked for me, I'm sure it can help you. But you tell me when you're ready to change. Put it back on them. But just ask them that question. Is this something you want to change? Because most of them are just going to say, no, 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 no. Or they'll give you some long-winded blah, blah, blah excuse. And again, we come back to the psychology. And I always remember, you know, patients would hold on to their pain because it became part of who they are. And a lot of challenges you had with chronic pain patients wasn't that you, you couldn't physically fix their pain, but you couldn't emotionally detach them from the pain. You could go in and send them to the gym, give them the exercises, do the needling, all that kind of stuff, but you couldn't emotionally disassociate from their pain. And even if you did actually physically fix their pain, a lot of them would go out and self-sabotage and like re-injure themselves because as soon as they lost their pain, they, they felt like they lost part of their identity because that was the emotional attachment and the psychology of it. So if someone's always you know, always in inverted commas, been overweight and always struggled to sleep and always never had money and nothing's ever worked for them. And that's the story that they have told everyone for their whole life. And then you fix that problem. A lot of them don't actually want that problem fixed because now they've got to tell a different story. And it's like, hey, you know how I said nothing ever works for me? Well, actually I was wrong because Andrew showed me a way that does work. Um, And I was wrong. And now I've got to admit to all my friends that I was wrong most people aren't willing to do that, right? Most people aren't willing to sit there and say, you know what? I was wrong. So we have our deniers. They're going to vent. They're going to whinge. They're going to complain. And we're going to sit there. And before we tell them all about why our product's awesome and all the incredible reviews and all that kind of stuff we've got, just stop and say, you know what? Is this something that is actually affecting you enough where you want to change? Or are you just kind of venting to me over lunch break? And most of them will say, yeah, I'm, you know, actually I'm just venting. Okay, cool. No worries. Now, again, They can still be your friend. We can still offer them value. They can still follow us on social media, all that kind of stuff. But why go through the agony of their objections where they're going to run you around and see if you can source that product from Europe instead of Africa because the Europeans pull it out with their left hand, not their right. You know, they're going to give you all these jobs to do, tasks to do. And then even then they'll probably use it and throw it in the bin after day three because they didn't get like miraculous results overnight. So let's just not even worry about them. Again, we can put them in our funnel. We can put them in our social media system. We can still have them in our extended network, but they're not going to be the people who are close by us who want to actually change. And we want to be working with people who are actually willing to change. So people who are content, people in denial, neither will do anything. They'll, they'll tell you in very different ways. The content people will support you and be like, yeah, awesome. The denial people will sit there and whinge and complain and moan. And they'll probably, you know, even maybe even kind of whinge about stuff on your social media. (laughs) A lot of uh, the haters, again, the haters on the social media are often the people in denial, right? The people who are actually really frustrated because you're living the life that they think they deserve, but they don't have yet, but they're not willing to look in the mirror. So they sit there and kind of crap all over your Facebook, right? Anyway, let's move to, so we're going to go around. We're going to keep moving clockwise. We're going to move down into this bottom right-hand corner. Another capital C, the capital C is curiosity. So 
curiosity. Now, this is, I remember me, like, and I remember this distinctly where, again, you sort of have that snap point and it's like, you know what? Everything I'm doing isn't working. And even I remember when I, like, people, you know, when we started the program and you do your, your sort of first 30 days and then months later, people were like, you know, why are you still doing that thing? How come you're still using those products, all that kind of stuff? And I was like, well, everything I did for 30 years sucked. So I'm going to try this for 30 years. Like I had that, like everything I've done for the last 30 years hasn't worked. This is working so far. Like we're on a pretty good pathway here. So why not keep using this for the next 30 years? Okay. Um, That was sort of my mindset, right? But the curiosity was how come I'm working hard, I'm going to the gym, I'm lying to myself a little bit about what I'm eating, but still, like at the end of the day, I still ate fairly well, um, and I've worked my butt off, I invested my money, why aren't I where I need to be? What is going on? And people who are curious start to ask questions, and people who start to ask questions are ready to change, right? So when we talk about attraction marketing and like finding those people who want to talk to, Attraction marketing, in a nutshell, is about finding the people who are curious. There is no point attracting people who are content, and there's absolutely no point in the world attracting people who are in denial. Why would you attract someone who's in denial? <laughs> okay, um, Again, you're just going to make your life really, really boring and really painful. And you can attract people who are content because you want them in your life, you want them to mentor you but don't attract them to try and sell them, right? From a sales point of view, for people who are looking for your product, you want to attract people who are curious and they're asking questions. And that's why a lot of attraction marketing is about giving them value. So you're going to sit there and do, you know, social media posts, you're going to do reels, you're going to do lives, you're going to do information posts about, hey, you know, here's how I deal with stress. Here's three foods you can use to swap and save yourself 500 calories a day. Here's an easy way to get beautiful skin in five minutes a day. Here's a simple budgeting tip to earn a million dollars in the next 20 years. And that was a, you know, a very similar post I did just two days ago, right? That post was how to earn a million dollars off $20 a day, how to actually create that kind of stuff. And it was like, all right, well, who am I speaking to? People who are like sitting there like, man, how come I'm not financially free yet? I'm not financially free. I want to be financially free. I'm doing all these things I was told to do. I got a job. I went to school, all those sorts of things. And here I am not financially free. That post is speaking to them. I'm answering questions that they have in their head, right? Then at some point now, oh, quick, quickly, before we move to the next room, these people aren't going to buy it, right? They're still gathering information. They're looking for people to follow. They're looking for people who can help them. They're looking for, you know, that information. Who's that person who has what I want? That person who's, again, giving me value. And this is where results posts as well. We share those results posts. They're like, look, here's Fred. I help Fred get himself financially free. They're like, wow, Andrew's helping people with their financial situation. Jane's helping people with their energy. John's helping people have more holidays. Sally's helping people you know, get rid of those bags under their eyes, all those sorts of things. They're going to see those value posts and those results posts and see that you're living that lifestyle. You're living the lifestyle that they want. They're curious. How come Andrew has it and I don't, right? But they're not ready to buy yet until they move into the next room. The next room is renewal. So we attract these people. We attract them into our life. And then at some point they're like ready and they say, you know what? Yep. Okay. Something 
today's the day I buy. Like, you know, they just wake up in the morning and like, today's the day I message Andrew and say, Andrew, I'm ready to buy. Okay. Or, you know, you see that ad 27 times and the 28th time you're like, yep. Okay. I'm buying that thing, whatever it is. Right. But we know we gather information. We get that brand awareness. We get that, uh, like we, we find these people we want to follow through social media and through in life. And then at some point we say, actually, you know what? I'm ready to change. So renewal, big capital R is that final bottom left box. People who are content, people who are in denial will never buy. People who are curious will buy soon, but we've got to attract them first. We've got to show them that we understand the questions that they are asking. We're going to help them with answers to the questions that they're struggling with. And when they hit renewal, that's when they get those, you know, DMs in your inbox and like, Hey, I'm ready. Right. And we all know that message. I'm ready. I've seen your posts. I'm ready. Right. Because they went through that process. They went from potentially denial over into curiosity, into renewal. And then if your products work, if your system works, if you support them, your team cultures and all that kind of stuff are great, then they're going to be content, right? They're going to continue to order through you because they're content. They're content with this choice. They're content with this product. Now, something goes wrong. Okay. They jump over into denial. Oh yeah, I did that thing and I did it for three days and it didn't remove 50 years of damage that I've done to my body in three days. Like what a crock. Okay. Again, we probably never wanted them in our business or in our life anyway, but the people who are content, they've had great results. They're going to sit there and just keep reordering, keep reordering, keep reordering, keep reordering, keep reordering. They're going to tell people about them because, Hey, they're excited. The people who are content are going to be telling their friends, look, this is what I've done. It's incredible. They're in contentment. They're telling people about this product because they are happy, right? So that is the four rooms of change, the psychological theory. That is why sort of two of those rooms and at least 50% of the people just aren't going to say yes. They're not going to say yes. They may, but right now they're not. So let's not worry about wasting our time with offers. Let's not waste time with taking them through sales processes, bending over backwards to try and give them the information they want because it's just not worth your time and you're not going to see results. You're not going to see a return on your investment uh, and you're going to get really frustrated and you're going to want to quit. Okay. Um, and that's actually, I did a reel just on this the other day. You know, if you're doing the wrong things with the wrong people, you're not going to get results, right? So if you're trying to tell people in denial or what your offer is, you're not going to get results. You're going to want to quit because you're going to get frustrated and not see results. Anyway, really hope today's episode helps. As always, hope it's helped you with that little bit of psychology, understanding these kind of challenges that people have and challenges that you're going to have from a marketing point of view. But once we understand the challenges, then we can overcome them, then we can move on. Hope you have an incredible weekend. Thank you as always for supporting the podcast and we'll catch you for another episode on Monday. See you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.